Episode 42 of the Photime Podcast. Looking forward to 2016. MTCRadio.com presents Photime, the other ham radio podcast. Found online at photimepodcast.com. Now, here's your host, Kale Nelson, K4CDN. Yeah, welcome into episode number 42 of the Photime Podcast. I'm Kale, K4CDN. Happy New Year. Uh, this show coming up is a little different. Uh, there's. <laughs> It's interesting. I just want to leave it as interesting as three friends discuss what we're doing in the future. Uh, the future being this new year, 2016, regarding the amateur radio hobby. Uh, we hear from some listeners as well as our normal guests, George and Jeremy. And uh, there's even a, an odd break in the program. I don't want to spoil it for you yet, but it's there. Uh, it's weather-related. This uh, last couple of weeks following Christmas has been very odd throughout the U.S., with the weather and whatnot. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking about some show topics. We're going to be talking about what we personally look forward to doing this year regarding the hobby as we get closer to 2016. Appreciate you all listening to the Photime Podcast. Now, this podcast has been labeled by me as one that's uh, for the new guy, but I'm com- I'm told numerous times uh, every episode we release that this stuff just just isn't for the new guy. So if you've been around a while or you're looking to get into the hobby or you're brand new in the hobby, either way, we welcome you in here and believe that we've got something of value for you. Uh, this is our 42nd show. You can go back and listen to all of our shows listed on our website, photimepodcast.com. Now, we are sponsored by a phenomenal group of folks down in Paris, Texas, Richard Christine Lenore. Uh, and they're, they're a group of uh, guys and gals there in the store who do a tremendous job to get to you the best deals and the best quality products available in ham radio. So if you need any gear, you need to make sure you check out mtcradio.com and let them know that you heard about them on the Photon Podcast. This portion of the Photon Podcast is brought to you by the ICOM IC7100 HF plus 6 meters, 2 meters, and 440 transceiver. The IC7100 features an industry-first intuitive touchscreen. Up to 100 watts out on all the bands makes operating fun and easy. The factory DSP enhances your experience, and D-Star voice and data can take you around the world even when the bands are not cooperating. You can find the ICOM IC7100 at mtcradio.com today. This is Chuck, Kilo Delta 2 Echo in New Bravo. This year I'd like to upgrade from general to extra and also learn CW. I've already signed up for the CW Academy, so hopefully that makes it easy. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Yeah, so uh, Christmas is is here and gone. Uh, very weird weather. Around wait, the- wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, technically when folks are listening to this, Christmas will have come and gone. I know we've already done, you know, the, the pre-Christmas show and everything, but um, I want to be real for a second because we're actually recording this two days before Christmas and I'm sitting here listening to an active Skywarn net uh, here in the Cincinnati area because of the weather being really weird. Yeah, it, that. <laughs> This is one of the purposes of amateur radio, or what's become one of the purposes of, uh, 
it's we've had a deluge here in the upstate today and the and, and last night it rained like it hadn't rained i don't know in months and it has we're just saturated still um this is some of the weirdest weather i've seen around a holiday around the christmas holiday the new year's holiday maybe it, in recent history that i can remember thinking about weather yeah and no i mean what scares me is the, that it's already wintertime. It's not cold yet. So what does that mean for the cold weather coming? Yeah. I mean, what's really sad. Well, actually, I, I don't know. Our heating bill is going to be less for December. That's for sure. But I mean, I'm. it's 63 degrees right now at, you know, 7.34 p.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, 65. <laughs> it's 65 degrees. And it's going to be for like the next three days. And it's dark outside and it's hot. I mean, I, I've had a short sleeve shirt on all day long, uh, one of the fishing type shirts, not that I fish, but that kind where the back helps, you know, it breathes and you're not, in, anyway, it's been just really weird weather and, uh, you know, they blame it on El Nino, I guess, um, but according to the Almanac, February is supposed to be very cold, so <laughs> maybe we got a couple of months to warm up to that, I don't have any idea, but welcome. Now, now what does this all have to do with amateur radio? Well... We just simulated 90% of QSOs you're going to hear on the air by talking about weather. Yeah, and I'll see it to Golden Corral later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if really, I mean, you, you, you laugh in jest, but as I was coming in to record the program, um, I just ID'd on the local repeater and a guy came in and what did we talk about? We talked about the rain. We're neighbors and we talked about all the rain we got. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's got a lot to do with amateur radio. The weather and food. And food. Yeah, yeah. And and maladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even get stuck. Which my, my, my foot hurts. I, you know, I'm in good shape, man. I have been, um, I, I've, I've been good this year, so I'm not going to complain about a thing. But we are not just here to talk about the weather or Golden Corral because we had the boys from the Noise Blankers. Did you enjoy the Noise Blankers show, by the way? Yeah. Was yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. A, Those guys are great. It it was a nice uh, change of events. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, we talked about it beforehand and I didn't at all know what to expect going into it. And I walked away, you know, nodding my head, really enjoying that show. Excellent. Well, those guys are a lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. And they've put up a bunch of, uh, well, they, they always put up a bunch of fun stuff on the, uh, on their Twitter page. So that's always cool. But uh, not to get too far away from what we're here for. And this is going to be a, this is going to be our New Year's special show. Um, we we're missing George, and maybe George will drop in later to say hey before we finish this up. But you know, thanks again for being here, uh, Jeremy. I, I remember the phone call that you and I had when all this kind of got started, and um, we really kind of laughed about this lasting four or five shows. And here we are going into our second year. We're headed into a second year. Yeah, and being listened to by more than just our closest personal friends on the internet yeah. and our moms. <laughs> yeah, well, my mom doesn't listen, but we have thousands of people around the world listening from from you know countries from all over the place. It's just it's really ridiculous what this show's become, and it couldn't have done what it's done without having the great listeners that we do. So, folks, thank you again for coming in. I know we both appreciate you being here, check, checking us out, and spending some time with us. There's a, there's a lot of ways you could spend your time, but we thank you for taking the time to hang out with us here. Um, New Year's, New Year's show, uh, everybody makes resolutions. Um, 
I, I need to lose some weight. I need to begin exercising. Um, I'm not making any resolutions. That's just some another way for me to uh, discourage myself. But looking forward to the looking forward to what's happening in amateur radio in 2016 is something to look forward to. So we want to talk a little bit about that from our personal perspective. And uh, Jeremy, you, you're you're in a new house, a new town. You've been there maybe six months or so, but you got a new kid in the house. Congratulations. Yep. And, uh, you know, your life is changing. Your life has changed a lot in this last 12 months. Uh, what do you, what do you look forward to regarding the hobby coming up in the next 12 months for 2016? You know, you, you bring up a really good point. I mean, this, this year for me and my family has been a lot about change and, uh, a lot of positive change, getting closer to family, having a much better work-life balance, um, have been able to – actually, it's it's kind of funny. Uh, I had a step on the scale for like the work insurance checkup recently and found that I'd lost a pretty good amount of weight and I hadn't even tried. It's just there's so much less stress in my life now. Um, what's really funny about that, Kalen, looking back at uh, the year with the, a couple of exceptions, um, I was not a good amateur in 2015. I, uh, I really, I got an HF like twice. Um, I didn't even get to do field day. And so part of this is my own fault because I've had the opportunity to explore and do other things like this year, uh, kind of got a, picked up a little bit of woodworking, got into 3d printing, um, you know, and I've had a chance to explore some of these other things. Part of it is the fact that I still need someone to bring me over like one of those uh, antenna launchers to help me get a wire up in the trees behind my house, uh, which is a poor excuse. But so going into 2016, um, making an effort to actually get back on the air and uh, to do work more than VHF, UHF uh, is definitely on that list. I can appreciate that. I, I sincerely can. I, I went uh, not too long ago to the 10-meter contest actually set my clock and got up early to get on the air. And and I've been licensed for a few years. That's the first time I've ever got up on purpose early to get on the air. And I made a couple of contacts. It wasn't anything spectacular. And I had other things to do during the day, so I had to stop, of course. Uh, but uh, but like you, I mean, I, a large majority of my amateur hobby time this year has been on this podcast and you know, creating the shows, uh, getting the guests together, doing the production, uh, you know, chatting with you and George, and trying to work things out so that we could, you know, have our guest on the show. That's really where a lot of my hobby time's gone, and and I'm not complaining. Uh, just being straight, that that's just that, and 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 having the shack up out of out of my house, that makes it really tough. And, and I'm finding every day that having it away that I have to leave the, the innards of my house and walk up the yard into the barn, that puts me at a great disadvantage. And I'm going to try to do some some solving to that this year. Maybe bring my portable box in the house and have it there so if I get a chance I can operate from the house. So uh, 2016, I look forward to 2016. And, um, you know, it's it's just one of those things that life keeps getting in the way. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, it's funny you make the comment about um, a lot of the hobby time has been spent putting into the show because that's the one thing 
Uh, I do feel good, pretty good about this year is what we've been able to do with Photime and the the ground we've been able to cover. I feel like this year we did a really good job hitting our stride. And what's cool is we, you know, looking forward into 2016, you know, we already have some really cool stuff planned for next year. Um, as far as some episodes, uh, some of it's following up on things that we started talking about and some of it's, uh, some new ground we haven't covered at all. Um, you know, we've had, uh, we've had a lot of opportunity to really engage with our listeners and, and even get to have a little fun giving some stuff away. And, uh, it's nice that, that knowing that next year there's going to be just a little bit more of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be new and exciting in 2016 regarding this program. And um, the community therein, I, I'm excited. Of course, we can't say too much, but <laughs> well, there has to be some suspense somewhere, you know. I mean, um, we want to uh, we want to keep folks guessing, if you will. But you know, there's a lot that uh, that I have planned for the program on the uh, on the aesthetic side of things, for lack of a better term. But regarding the programs that we've got, um, we've got hoping to have come forth and, and working on, you know, as we've continued to do. Uh, let's talk about those here just just a second. Let's take a break. Uh, I want to get this call in, and we'll be right back. This is uh, Kale and Jeremy on the Photon Podcast. Hi, this is Jason, K6DGN from Union City, California. In 2016, I'd like to do more work in digital modes like Yezu System Fusion and D-Star, and I really need to spend more time soldering. Yeah, back with uh, Jeremy, KF7IJZ. This is Kale, K4CDN, and you are listening to the end of the year, beginning of the year, 2016. Quick shout-out special show for you guys. And we closed just a minute ago before the break. We're going to talk about, uh, we mentioned talking about some upcoming programs. Jeremy, uh, we all kind of have some things lined up. Uh, but since you're the guest, I'd like for you to go ahead, if you want to, just toss out some of the ideas, some of the things that you're working on. I know you and George are working on some things together as well. But uh, yep. what are some topics you guys looking for 2016? Well, uh, specifically talking about that, um, George and uh, his business, Sierra Radio Systems, has a wealth of experience um, working with microcontrollers and small single-boarded computers. And that's something else that has really exploded in the last couple of years. Um I'm I'm going to say this. I might <clears throat> I might upset the same people that I upset by saying that the 857 needed to be a radio of the past. <laughs> um, but to me, the Arduino has supplanted the PIC. There's still a ton of amateurs out there who are PIC programmers, um, but the Arduino really, as a community, I think has far surpassed that. Um, and then, of course, with the Raspberry Pi. And then, um, you know, we're living in a world now where they're shipping a five dollar computer. That is more than anybody could have ever imagined. Five dollars for a computer that's like a billion times more powerful than my Commodore sixty four, right? Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And so um, George and I uh, are going to be doing a show next year to kind of give it a little bit of an overview of the uh, microcontroller world and the single boarded computers like the BeagleBone Black and the Raspberry Pi, um, and to kind of talk about how amateurs can use these. Um, both in the, you know, the expected kind of ways that most people thought about, and then maybe some things they hadn't thought of. Mm. Well, I've still got that one, uh, raspberry Pi, and, and I've got a lot of plans for multiple pies. I just haven't, I haven't heard your episode yet to really know what I need to do next. Well, we haven't written it yet, so uh, you're, you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but no, some other things is that uh, the feedback we got from the listening episode, we definitely had a lot of people come back and start asking questions of, you know, why can't the $49 analog scanner listen to the police anymore? And um, I believe that uh, in doing the ham hijinks piece, you ran into one of those gentlemen was extremely knowledgeable yeah. uh, about the scanning hobby. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, I uh, can't remember his call, but that's what got him into amateur radio was listening to a scanner. And so we're going to beg, plead, steal, borrow, cheat, whatever means necessary to try to get him back on uh, to kind of do a good deep dive into the kind of the modern landscape of the scanning hobby. Um, I think all it would take is a uh, Golden Corral gift card. (laughs) Maybe a pair of flip-flops. There you go. Won't take much. But we also, um, you know, one of the things that really was – Especially at Dayton this year, one of the things that uh, that truly saw um, an increase in its presence was software-defined radios and receivers, and that's something that um, that's actually a, a topic that George has access to some truly amazing people uh, to talk about that. Plus, we have our friend Gerald, um, who has also uh, become really an amazing resource for software-defined radios, and that's something that we need to follow up with uh, our our audience on, and uh, something I think we've talked about trying to do. Uh, at least two, if not more, episodes on because it is such a a wide, uh, you know, a wide topic and an emerging topic. There's a lot of content to cover. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's not just a twenty five dollar dongle, and it's not just a thirty seven hundred dollars SDR radio. Uh, there's a lot in between those two. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, you guys have my I, permission I, to take as many shows as you need to, to to break it down like it needs to be done. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, it's just like uh, I got started with that with a $15 USB dongle that I ordered from Deal Extreme, which um, when I moved on and got a little bit better receiver, I, I sent that thing over to you, and you've played with it a little yeah, bit. it works. It works great. I haven't shopped Deal Extreme in a while, but yeah, I didn't realize that's where it came from. I've, you know, I've got a couple of those things, and uh, having a computer, thank you, that will uh, run the software... Is, it makes it a lot more fun to fool with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah actually, I know, kind of diving down that rabbit hole just a little bit, but, um, you know, that's that's actually an area where there have been some other companies come in with some slightly better, a uh, little bit higher quality receivers mm-hmm. uh, than that little TV dongle. Um, and there's actually some companies that have kind of started and started selling um, upgraded versions of that hardware and the uh, the transverters and everything needed to get HF. And um, so that's on the low end of the spectrum. I mean, and then on the high end, every day there's like a new company showing up with radios that have amazing specs. Oh, yeah. uh, and that's not even counting all of the wonderful stuff that Tapper is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys are amazing. I'm glad that you're a part of that now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, you can be too for twenty five dollars a year and an email address. Well, hey, I got, <laughs> I got, I got at least one of those. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of uh, speaking of Tapper, um, that's one of the things I'm really excited about. Of course, uh, we will be doing another Dayton show this year. Um, you know, at the Hamvention. And uh, one of the things that I really look forward to is uh, catching up with Steve of Tapper to to kind of see what's happened in the last year. Um, they had their their annual convention in Chicago back in October. A lot of really cool stuff there. Uh, and I'm really hoping that that's a, um, a resource that we can kind of, uh, well, not to make a pun, but tap uh, for some additional content and bring some folks on the show next year as well. Absolutely. 
Now, folks, if you listen in the background, you're going to hear this amazing little creature. His name oh, is can Henry. You hear that? Oh, yes, it's awesome, and and I'm not complaining. I I, I almost I almost can't say this, but I will. I kind of miss hearing that sometimes. Um, I know that you're not I, missing that. I, right now. I will mail you a key to my house. You can come <laughs> over whenever you want. Oh. Um, He'll be borrowing your. Is that? Yeah, there, there he goes. My wife just gave me a look when I said that. By the way, no, uh, um, that's okay. That's too far to drive. I, I have to take. I have to. I have to uh, just say for one minute. Say I. I think uh, we are pretty blessed because all things considered, um, our new son Henry, who is at this point like uh, two and a half weeks old has actually been a much better infant than my daughter was uh, because he will actually sleep for like three hours a night, like in, in long periods. Uh, and his, his routine is, is pretty much getting down. Like he doesn't seem to be a colicky baby. Um, nice. So, you know, the next two months we just kind of have to go through this eat, sleep, poop thing. Yeah. And, and uh, his personality will start to emerge and that's when the real fun will start. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and then before long you'll be sharing shoes and wondering what happened to the last 12 years. <laughs> I wonder I wonder about not 12 years but I wonder about that with my daughter uh yeah. every day is a gift. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well that was a uh, speaking of rabbit hole but that was a good one. We uh we congratulate you and the family there. We're excited for you. You you know you've only got three more to go. You catch up. Um I'm pretty sure that between me and the hedge trimmers in the garage this is it. <laughs> um I'm willing to go the cheap route on that. Uh, two, two and done. One of my coworkers, uh, I'm not really a sports guy, but one of my coworkers, had, he was like, you know, two kids is good because in, like in basketball, you're still in man to man coverage, but you move beyond that and you have to, you know, transition to zone. Yeah. It's uh it's a trip for sure. Uh, well, did, did, just, just to run back to where we were, were there any more programs that you were uh, kind of thinking about working on this for this next year or do you, well, want, you we, want to hear my list? We have, um, I think the last one that really kind of comes to mind immediately is we have to follow up on uh, the ASUS System Fusion piece. That's the you know kind of the other side of the prevalent digital coin. And of course, uh, if we have the opportunity to also do an episode on DMR, uh, I think we would love to do that uh, to get that information out to the listeners. Fantastic! Yeah, I get you know I'm getting um, I'm getting the vibe that DMR is picking up some more speed, which is kind of cool. And I don't really know what Fusion is doing, especially now that. Uh, Kenwood has announced that we'll have a Kenwood D-Star rig, I think a handy talkie, sometime in this year, 2016. Oh, you know what? I completely forgot about that. But yeah, you're yeah. right. How about that, that? That would be a game changer, especially yeah. if uh, it has APRS in it. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's uh, that's huge news. Yeah, yeah. That's bigger news than the Connect systems that still hasn't arrived that will do everything. So. You know, I'm looking forward to that those shows as well. Um, I, I I almost bought a DMR radio, almost, uh, but then I decided I, I didn't need one. But some of the things that I'm looking forward to this year is uh, Thomas David Hood, who uh, who writes for a couple of different magazines regarding solar and the sun and how it affects what we do, not podcasting but amateur hobby. Uh, he's going to come on. And I'm still working with uh, Andrew from AMSAT uh, to bring him on to talk about what all they're doing in the satellite world of amateur radio. Um, I had a request earlier this week from a from a, a listener who would like for us to do at least one program on FL Digi, and that's, that, that's that was a can of worms that I oh, think would be fun to do. 
That's a, such a great topic. Yeah. Um, I can't actually believe that we haven't covered that already. Yeah, I mean, the, how many digital modes are they? <laughs> you know, um, bes, bes, yeah, besides CW. So uh, that was a tremendously awesome suggestion. Uh, there is a YouTube video that's a, like a primer, or some people would say primer, uh, a primer on FL Digi, and I'll put it in the show notes because it's about a 20 or 30 minute show. It's a really, really good program, breaks it down. But I would like to see us address this, and, and I'll have to go dig around a little bit. But there is a, uh, I believe there's an Aries group in Oklahoma who does on site FL Digi training. Um, and I'll have to find, I knew where this link was. They, they even did it online, like a, like a webinar back in the spring to summer last year. So I'll dig around, see if I can find that link again. Maybe we can get those folks to come on and, and chat with us about using FL Digi that way. That um, would be awesome. Yeah. Um, there's another, another topic here. Um, 220, the 220 megahertz band. There's a whole group of guys up, up, up a little bit North of you who are really big in the 220 and probably going to bring those guys on and chat with them as well as a a new sponsor. We'll talk about that later regarding some 220 stuff as well. So, you know, there there's just the 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 craziest thing about the amateur radio hobby is just how broad and vast it is. And, you know, coming into the hobby, you don't really realize just how much there is out there to do or to talk about or to learn. It's it's not just a $30 handy talkie from Amazon and your buddies across town. I mean, you can take that $30 handy talkie and use, use your laptop and, you know, the, the sky's the limit. We've got a call coming in. We're going to pause. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Kel and Jeremy on Photime. Hey, Kel, and everybody else on the Photon Podcast, all y'all listeners out there and everything. This is uh, Curtis, K5CLM. I wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, my plans for uh, 2016, as far as ham radio goes, is, uh, one, uh, get my uh, my station at home set back up. Uh, we should be moving here in about a month, and I'll actually have a space for it. I am so excited. Um uh, Secondly, I plan on uh, continuing with my uh, my blog at everythinghamradio.com and uh, hopefully launching my uh, my podcast. Uh, let's see, don't think of anything else uh, as far as ham radio goes. Anyways, uh, sorry about the background noise at the park with my uh, with my two daughters. So with that, I will sign off. Uh, Seventy three to all y'all. This is K five CLM. This portion of the Photon Podcast is brought to you by Kenwood USA's TS-480. It's an HF and 6-meter transceiver with a built-in tuner. It also works all modes at 100 watts. Tailor-made for DXing, the TS-480 transceiver raises the bar on portable ops, and it's on sale now at mtcradio.com. Back on the Photon Podcast, yeah, the phone was ringing, and it was our buddy, George. I'm not going to try to say it. George, say your last name for the group here. Zaphiropoulos. Zaphiropoulos. Perfect. You got it, Kiel. It's awesome. I've, re- I've got it recorded. I'm just going to play that from now on. Zaphiropoulos. <laughs> Put that on a high key, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so George, welcome to the uh, the New Year's show. Uh, we've been chatting about what we're looking forward to talking about on the podcast coming up in 2016. Uh, Jeremy went through his list. I was going through mine and pretty much just got mine out of the way as your call was coming in, which is fine. Uh, but tell us... Uh, we know that there's some things we probably left off our list. Uh, what are some stuff that you would like to see us do programs on this year? 
Uh, well, there's a couple things that I've been working on that I think might be interesting to the listeners. Uh, one of the things I want to do in 2016 is to do a lot more uh, field operating, more portable operating. And I've been wanting to do some SOTA activations, and I have not done that yet. So I think SOTA would be a good topic, uh, or frankly, just the same skill set, just generally applied to getting your portable HF or VHF gear together and taking it on the trail or taking it to the park. That'd be a good one. I think there's some really there's some great stuff, Jeremy, that you did on uh, batteries and solar charging and charge controllers and all that is is kind of part of that. Uh, I think looking at the gear, you know, which kind of radios, what are the trade offs? I'm going through this uh, question in my own head right now about which is the best radio to take on the trail, and I'm going through this big circular discussion in my own head about. Smaller is better, but wait, I need more power. If I need more power, I need a bigger battery. If I need a bigger battery, and also I need a bigger antenna tuner, and then, well, that's too heavy, then I'll go back to something smaller. And, you know, there's no perfect answer there. So there's just lots of things to look at. You just need a Sherpa. You know, that would solve the problem. <laughs> or or goats, as uh, WG0AT has. Yeah. yeah, the goats work. I could take my dog. Are your but, son? Uh, make I, your son go. It'd be easier to take the dog. <laughs> Since we've been talking about kids here, George. Yeah, welcome in, man. That sounds like a great couple of shows. Uh, I, you missed this a second ago, but uh, I got a request earlier this week from a listener who asked us to do a show on FL Digi, the program for uh, mm. digital digital operating modes. Uh, yeah, actually, FL Digi is a great piece of software, and there is a really good interview on Eric Guth's podcast where he does the uh, like the interview of a specific person mm-hmm. about their ham radio story. And he interviewed the fellow whose uh, name, I, f- I forget, uh, who is the guy who is in charge of the FL Digi development nice. um, process. There's like 20 people that work on it, but he's sort of the main guy. And it, it was a fascinating interview, a really great guy. And, and so that's a, that's a great topic. Eric does a great show. I must have missed that he one, does. but I enjoy his program. Fantastic. As yeah, he do does I. a really good job. You know, actually, to jump in real quick, that's something else, too, that I think we uh, should try to really make a concerted effort on is get the Linux and the Hamshack folks on and have them give, uh, as you said earlier, a primer on uh, how can hams leverage you know, Linux in their Hamshacks these days. Well, you know, to hear Gerald, hear, hear Gerald's opinion. If you if you run anything but Linux in the Ham Shack, you're like a, a bad name that I won't say on the air. <laughs> well, there's there's sort of two there's sort of two subcultures in that discussion too. There's Linux, which is the Windows Mac OS replacement. Parenthetically, Mac OS is really Linux, but that's you know an aside. It's BSD. Uh, well, okay, close. It same general thing, but. There's also Linux for embedded, and I know we talked about uh, the embedded uh, controller kind of applications, which is um, a whole different world of Linux, command line oriented. It's more process control, you know, little black box functionality, like my Raspberry Pi for my D-Star hotspot. Perfect example. Yeah. It's just a little appliance and does a task. Yeah. Uh, That's a good point. You know, we've talked about getting the... the, uh the folks from the show there on with us and we just haven't, but, um, 
Yeah, I know they're they're, they're yeah, super they're, they're busy. Folks. They're, they're they're they make a great show, and uh, really enjoy listening to that one too. You know, just I'll just throw this out there. Last year or this past year, uh, I contacted every podcast and and even some audio video folks uh, that are in amateur radio and asked them if they would you know just wanted to uh, spill for their show here on our program, and. Um, that was actually going to be our. This I'm just I'm spilling the beans on the table here. That was going to be the special edition podcast day show, and I got back uh, two replies. One was Eric, and one was Gary uh, from a. Is it A R V N? Yeah, I, I, I'm Gary. I, I get I'm dyslexic, so I messed all that up. But anyway, I got, got Eric from QSO today, and uh, Gary with uh, with his video program back. And of course, right at that very moment, my uh, laptop died. And uh, both of those were just turned into ether. But anyway, to say that, um, you know, there's a lot of great podcasts out there for, for folks to listen to regarding the amateur radio hobby. And we've just talked about a couple of them right there. Uh, you know, it'd probably be fun to have Eric come on the program. I mean, we haven't, oh, had, yeah, we haven't he had any guests from uh, from Israel, you know. And, and oh, no, he'd be great. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to find out what his experience has been like because he, uh, I think, grew up in Southern California. So going from California to Israel, you know, radio operating wise would be pretty different, I would think. And I'd love to understand what he's run into and how easy or difficult or, you know, what he experiences there. That would be a great show. Yeah, that, that would be good. So, uh, George, uh, we have a, uh, we haven't, we've, we've hinted around it a little bit, but we haven't really said a whole lot yet. Um, we have a new sponsor coming up to the program this year. Um, and we still have our primary sponsor, main trading company, but the uh, the new sponsor is BridgecomSystems.com, and they are the uh, the folks who are coming into the hobby, bringing their 220 megahertz gear into uh, into the hobby here. Right now, they have released a 220HT that I have here, not with me right now, but I do have. Used it yesterday, got some good signal reports just straight out of the box, and um, they also do repeater and some other things too. So. Uh, but, you know, that's something to look forward to in the next year uh, coming up uh, here for the program. And uh, we, we kind of teased around the fact that we're going to be working on some aesthetics here on the podcast as well. Are you going to make it a little more professional? Well, no, it's me. Hard to imagine that. <laughs> I say we're still going to be involved, so unless yeah. we're all getting fired. <laughs> I'm firing myself. I demand pay increase. Oh, can, hey, pause a sec. Let's go back to BridgeCom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to, since you mentioned it, that that's great. Um, uh, I met Ron. Ron is the uh, owner of BridgeCon. Yes. Yeah, I can't pronounce and his I last name either. It's kind of like Zafiropoulos, but from a different part of the world. Yeah. So he's kind of a brother. So <laughs> anyway, I, I met him at Dayton. Um, I think it was two years ago, year or two ago. Anyway, um, just started chanting because we make the repeater control systems they make repeaters and so you know we've got something in common and so we're talking and i just gotta tell you he's a super nice guy and um he had his son there and his son was helping him work the booth i think he was like 10 years old and uh you know helping dad it was awesome so anyway uh they're they're good folks yeah i'm, I'm we you, you, you missed this earlier but we're going to do a show about 220 and uh there's a whole group of guys up north of jeremy that are really big into 220 and uh, Ron, I think, is trying to to bring to light some 220 stuff for the hobby because there's just not a lot out there. They've got a mobile in the works that's supposed to be a really nice 
a very user-friendly rig for the 220 megahertz band, which would be cool. So uh, it's, it's, you know, that's innovation, and we like to uh, attach ourselves to innovation. Absolutely. You know, the, the first repeater I ever built was on 220, as a matter of fact, wow. way back when in Los Angeles, when there were no two-meter repeater frequencies and no uh, 440 frequencies, and the only band you could realistically put up a repeater on was 220. Uh, and at that time, there was a bunch of uh, radios that were manufactured that were going to go into a new CB service that never happened. And it was going to be at 220. Uh, there was, uh, this is in the 70s. They were FCC was thinking about reallocating some of the 220 band to a, a CB service, which never uh, came about. But anyway, some of these uh, CB radio manufacturers made um, crystal-controlled mobile radios. And when that didn't happen, they dumped them on the market for about 100 bucks. Hmm. And the thing that was cool about them is their receiver and transmitter boards were separate. So you could split the radio in half and make a repeater out of it. So... <laughs> That, you know, for a hundred bucks, you know, you you got your radio, and um, you know, that was a long time ago. And they were pretty awful radios, but you know, they worked. Yeah, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Did you, I? Did, I've never heard that, Jeremy. Have you? That's a new story. Me, new story. No, that that was new to me. Yeah. Wow. Um, while we're talking about two twenty, we can also uh, dig on UPS for costing us two megahertz of bandwidth and never using it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that's uh, that's kind of what's exciting for me to see this uh, see this company Bridge Bridgecom coming up with some gear uh, to to encourage people. I mean, they're they're selling deals like if you buy a repeater, we'll give you uh, you we'll give you a deal on so many handy talkies or whatever. Trying to encourage people to get uh, get clubs to get the repeaters on the air and even get their their radios in the club members' hands at a discounted rate. Uh, you know, because we know that if you're not using the spectrum, they're probably going to try to find a way to sell it to someone who may or may not use it. But once it's gone, it's pretty much gone. And uh, that's the neat thing about well, seeing I, somebody I, come in and try to protect it. I'll put in a plug for 220. I, I currently don't run any 220 gear or repeaters, but um, I did for several years. In fact, the 220 repeaters, I think, are still on the air in Los Angeles that we put up. Well, they're probably newer ones. But anyway, the propagation on 220 is really good. And you can imagine it's... A, somewhere between two meters and 440 in its behavior. So it's actually a very good band. Um, and a lot of people use that band for, um, well, for sure for repeaters. And they even use it a little bit for linking at the bottom end of the band. That's the stuff that they reallocated away. Uh, so I'm not sure if there's any linking happening there anymore. But uh, but it's a great band. I mean, it has very good mobile propagation. And I think that, um, especially in a, in a dense uh you know, urban setting where there's just no repeater frequencies to be had, uh, 220 is a very viable way to go. Very good. Well, we're going to be hearing a lot more from them as the uh, the year goes. We're gonna we're gonna have Ron come in and uh, do a show with us, so it should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, fantastic. Well, let's take a break real quick. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You are listening to the 2016 New Year's Show here for the Photon Podcast. We now have George along with us. And I'm not, I'm not going to try to say it. And, and Jeremy as well. But we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is Kale, K4CDN. This is Nick, KG6SQQ from San Jose, California. And in 2016, I want to go to field day with KK6YGJ. This is Beta, KK6YGJ from San Jose, California. In 2016, I want to get my equipment. Then I want to go to field day for the first time. 
right. Yeah, back on Photime, George, Kale, Jeremy, and uh, George, coming up in just a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to, we're, you are going to be celebrating with our friends there at the Baynet Group. Uh, one of my favorite things, uh, I generally cook this uh, at least four out of the seven days for breakfast, and that is bacon. <laughs> And we, we I had it on pizza right. tonight. Yeah. Had it on pizza tonight. <laughs> Tell us about the bacon, George. Well, okay, everybody loves bacon. Let's start with that. So every year, our radio club, which is called Baynet, B-A-Y-N-E-T, has a meeting. And uh, we've been doing this for about eight or nine years. And each year, the meeting has gotten uh, bigger and bigger. And this year, it's uh, going to be... Uh, really big, and and so much so that um, we've expanded the program out to a full day. We've got a bunch of great speakers lined up. Uh, we've got uh, a vendor actually coming in to uh, show off their stuff, donating some door prizes. And um, the reason that I, I thought this would be an interesting topic is that uh, we're going to have a lot of great uh, speakers. And we'll publish the presentation content on the website so the listeners could go download those uh, presentations and check it out. So the the event had to have a name, and we thought, well, it, it's Baynet. Um, it's it's kind of a convention, very small convention. So what else would you call it but Baycon? So I'll take it. That's where we got the name. So uh, if you want to check it out, you could go to the event website. It's got its own website. It's uh, B-A-Y-C-O-N dot U-S. No hyphen. Bacon, B-A-Y-C-O-N dot U-S. And you'll see there the registration and all of the speakers. And if anybody is in the area, it's open to everybody. If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, specifically in Sunnyvale, which is in the middle of Silicon Valley, uh, you're more than welcome to attend. And it's on Saturday, January the 23rd. Starts about 9.30 in the morning and goes till about 5 and we'll have some really great um, presentations. Uh, let me just run through the list real quick sure. uh, to give you an idea what some of the topics are. So the first one is uh, by David, KI6CLA, and his titled uh, presentation is Introduction to 10 Gigahertz X-Band Microwave Rig Building. So that should be pretty exciting. There's a lot of guys in California, Colorado, and other places where there's a lot of hills. And uh, they, they do 10-gig microwave contesting, where you, you build your portable rig and take it up to a mountaintop and point it at another mountaintop and try to make a contact. And it's, it's really a load of fun, and, and it's very popular uh, out here in California. That would be a great topic, by the way, uh, for a show. So uh, that's number one. Number two is um, uh, Jason K6DGN is doing a presentation on system fusion and the D4 Mini, which is a USB stick for doing digital modes. Another David um, KS6ZH Delta. Hey guys, I'm really I'm really sorry, but we're now under a tornado warning, so I'm gonna leave this running. And if you're still here when I get back, um, great. So 73s, we'll talk to you later. Godspeed, my friend. Wow. Let's hope you're still there when we come back. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We'll be here. Hope you are. Wow. Now, now the yeah, that was real. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, we don't have those out here. We 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 no, just we have just, earthquakes. We just have earthquakes that make big holes in the ground and swallow people. 
Wow. Yeah, but we're used to that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so George, let's keep. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll we'll hope for the best, and and if Jeremy doesn't make it back in the program due to the warning. Uh, before we finish recording, we will update everyone in the show notes uh, with maybe a picture of his beautiful little boy Henry. So, um, go ahead and tell us about uh, tell us about what you've got. What what further guests? Because uh, I know that some of the guys. Uh, well, you just tell us who's going to go because I probably recognize some of their names from from here the show and and whatnot. So David K. Essex says ZH Delta is doing a presentation on HF digital modes like PSK and Olivia, JT65, um, those sort of things. He's also the uh, sysadmin for our Fusion repeater, and so he's going to be working with Jason on the on the system Fusion presentation as well. So that, that should be really good. Uh, Dean KK6BIO is doing a presentation on setting up your own ham radio blog. And I know a lot of people would like to do this, but you don't know where to start. And... Uh, Dean's a, uh, a professional in the publishing and electronic media uh, area. Actually, works for WordPress, so we're going to have a real expert on that topic uh, as well. Uh, and then Ed uh, W6ELA is doing a presentation on the Raspberry Pi and APRS, and what you could use it for besides uh, position reporting. Beric uh, K6BEZ is doing a intro to software-defined radios SDR for complete beginners, and I'm 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 looking forward to all these actually. That that one. For sure, and uh, lastly is uh, uh, or almost last Jim N9JM, who's one of our local uh, microwave uh, contesting experts, is doing um, a presentation on VHF and microwave contesting and rovering. And then lastly uh, is Peter KK6VXV, who's uh, doing another SDR presentation this time about receiving weather satellite data with an SDR. So uh, they're all pretty interesting topics, um, kind of a, a mishmash of VHF, SDR, uh, and a variety of different things. And like I said, Kale, all that stuff will be uh, will be put up on the website. Wow! After the fact, so if you can't make it, you could tune in. Yeah, yeah, and we'll of course when that does happen, we'll put the, put all the links on the on the show site here as well probably be sharing it on Facebook. So uh, I you know I would love to be there in person. Uh, but I will do my best to be there in spirit. Well, we would love for you to be there. Um, maybe we can figure out a way to get you Skyped in for I'm, a few I'm minutes. I'm all about some bacon. That'd I, be awesome. I, we, lit- I literally cook a, 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 at least a pound of bacon, seriously, four out of the seven days of the week. My my younger son has a, has a T-shirt that says, bacon is a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering. Yeah, uh, it makes everything good. Oh, one more um, shameless bacon plug. So um, ICOM is going to show up at our event. I can't believe it. Really? So oh, I got to tell you, so so this started out as being like a two-hour meeting once a year. Hmm. And we had like 10 people the first time and then like 15 and 20. Um, we, we blew out of our uh, meeting facility and – we're going to be meeting at a location in Sunnyvale called the the Plug and Play Tech Center. Plug and Play is a um, like a high tech incubator. It's a really interesting place where little startups uh, can start their business. So they offered uh, to use their facility. So that's very generous of them. And we now have about ninety five people registered. I can't believe it. Ninety five. That's amazing. Um, you know, this is not like a big convention or anything. This is just our club meeting, but. I can't Honestly, I'm, I'm a little shocked. Um, 
95 people. And, and so we, um, we reached out to uh, the folks at ICOM and, uh, and said, hey, you know, we're, we're pretty active in the DSTAR community. Um, would you guys be interested in participating somehow? And, and um, they were very nice. And they said, you know, would love to. Um, uh, tell you what, we'll donate a door prize. They're donating a um, ICOM ID51A plus. Wow. D-Star uh, dual band HT. Um, and they're shipping out a display unit with their radios in it. And um, Will, who's one of the guys from ICOM, is going to come out and attend our meeting and be there to talk about ICOM gear. And um, I thought that was pretty awesome. So, That's um, excellent. Yeah, and, and I said, you know, I want to be really clear about this. This is not like a 2,000-people convention. <laughs> they said, no, that's that's cool because you guys are like the big D-Star repeater in the area, and we want to support that, and we're happy to come. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I was uh, truly um, you know, impressed with that. That would so, be a great time to take your recorder and talk to the ICOM folks for the podcast. Ooh, that's a good idea. Because you'll have so that's much a- free time just walking around doing nothing all day. You know, th- this thing has gotten bigger, and I put the pinch on on my my buddies locally to work on different aspects of the event. My goal is to do nothing at, <laughs> yeah, right. at the event, and and I, I've learned the the art of delegation. Yeah, you have to on th- things like that. Yeah, it's, it's oh, required. Gosh, yeah, well, and we're really lucky because there's there's a core of folks in our club that are um, great. You know, you can ask them to do anything, and they will. They're just you know. Just wonderful. So we're, we're very, very lucky. Well, George, tell us again the, the date for Baycon and the web address yeah, one more time. Yeah, uh, it's Saturday, January the 23rd, 9.30 to 5 p.m., and the website is B-A-Y-C-O-N dot U-S. And, okay. and then the, uh, the there's a separate club website uh, that has all of the other stuff that we do. And that's uh, baynet.org, B-A-Y-N-E-T.org. Fantastic. And guys, um, you know, the invitation is still open there on the Echolink server. And that's, uh, that's available to the listeners of the show. So, Jordan, I hadn't told you thank you in a while for that, but we really, really appreciate you doing that for us. Oh, of course. No, it's fun. We're happy to do it. I mean, we want people to use the, the resource. Um, I'll just ask this question while I've got you on the show. Is that that's your normal repeater there in the area? It's not just an Echolink repeater, right? I mean, it's so the answer is a little bit more complicated than I would like. Um, there's the way it's okay <laughs> currently set up. Do we need to go <laughs> to another the way segment it's supposed here? To be set up. Yeah, this is another show. So the short answer is right now that uh, the that Echolink uh, server, which is asterisk ww6bay asterisk is connected to uh, bridged to an IRLP reflector number 9096 so that echolink bridge and that IRLP bridge are themselves connected bridged together so if you connect by IRLP or echolink to either of those you'll be connected to both okay and by default Currently, that is not connected to our repeater, so it's really standalone, okay. um, and and it runs in a data center, um, a secure you know computer environment. It doesn't sit at our repeater site or anything. It's a remote, um, you know, computer 
site. Now, the way it's supposed to work is all that, plus there would be a computer on our repeater system that connects to that bridge full-time as well. Uh, at the moment, that computer's off, but sometime this year uh, in 2016, that's going to get fixed, and that'll be default on all the time. Cool. Okay. Well, that makes sense. When you when you go and there's no activity, that's the reason why. If you're the only one there, yeah. you're the only one there. That's right. And and if you and if you um, it, but, but you can connect to our repeater direct if if you want to. But yeah. But right now, those two bridges are uh, by themselves. Okay. Very good. Very good. And uh, we, we've had some conversations there. I mean, you you and I have been on there. Uh, Tim's been on there. Andrew. I mean, we've we've one night I was driving home and you came on and there were I think maybe five or six other people there. We had a nice nice conversation. So uh, we'd like to see us continue to use that when we have the opportunity. Yeah, fun. it's a, it's a nice it's a nice resource. And uh, by the way, this bridging between Echolink and IRLP is not common. Uh, that was done as a special favor for us by a fellow named uh, Kent Johnson, uh, W7AOR. And Kent is uh, runs the um, uh, one of the bigger IRLP reflector systems uh, on the IRLP network. And, and he got his uh, technical experts to uh, implement that bridge function. It's not an out-of-the-box thing. It's something that you have to really be an expert know how to set up and they did it for us and for which we're very grateful and uh, kent has been just a super great supporter of our system uh he's down in, in las vegas and you know doesn't doesn't live in our service area right. <laughs> if you will but uh he's just been a great great help to us fantastic you know george it's so funny uh completely off topic here but that's just another fine example of how this entire hobby it's it's like we're out there looking for someone we can assist. Do you ever feel that mm-hmm. way? Because I feel that way. Uh, I'm just oh, yeah. taken by people's generosity. Uh, so something, you know, so, I can't remember who, who said this. Maybe it was in a conversation we had. But I was talking to somebody who was um, not a real new ham, but kind of. And, and their comment was something like, I'm interested in ham radio and woodworking and photography, but nobody offered to loan me a camera, and no one offered to loan me a table saw. But I have people offering me their radios and antennas and power supplies for free to use. There we go. And yeah. I thought, you know, that's like pretty true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and it's not that people are just loaning out thirty dollar handy talkies either. I mean, it's it's um, it's an awesome hobby. I am so glad to be a part of it. Are we still talking? We are. Are you talking? Congratulations. Welcome back. Um, so let this be a lesson to people. So what happened is there is a tornado warning in our area, mm-hmm. but it's not actually in my county. What had happened is uh, my weather radio got unplugged and drained the backup battery, and so the county same code uh, was not set to only alert for my county. Ah, I got you. But I have my daughter here who is quite uh, – I mean, it is bad weather out right now. I mean, that tornado warning is only about 10 miles south of us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, George and I have just been – we finished up talking about Bacon, and we were talking about the greatness and goodness of the uh, the giving hobby we know as uh, amateur radio. It is a giving hobby. Yeah, yeah. George, are you still there? Oh, you bet. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, guys, this is just real, okay? <laughs> this is real life happening on the Photime podcast. and um, It was it was Photime yes. and my family there. <laughs> Next time somebody asks what Photime means, we're going to play that spot right there. 
What does faux well, time? I don't get it. We're just going to play that. Beep, beep, beep. So I want to say that I'm really proud of my wife and my daughter for following the uh, emergency plan that we have. Everybody got down to the safe area and did the things they were supposed to do, except for Daddy, who ended up making four trips up and down the stairs because I kept forgetting little things. That's how you've been losing weight, bro. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we're, okay. so I, we're glad you're When you got okay. there, did you have to do a nose count to make sure all the kids were there? Uh, so we only, we only have the two kids, and then we have four furry kids, two dogs, two cats. Um, the cats, there's no way to get into the basement, but they end up, when it thunders, they hide inside of cabinets anyway, so that, they're covered. Um, we got the dogs down without incident. Uh, I just forgot making sure we had all the proper cables and batteries for our phones, and uh, I forgot the keys uh, to the car. Always okay. make sure your, your personal effects are with you in the event of an emergency. But I remember the shoes. Yeah, A lot yeah. of people go to shelter without shoes, and then you walk around in a disaster area, and that's no fun. Okay, so here, here's a, here's maybe an idea from a guy who doesn't live in Tornado Alley. How about you go to Home Depot and, oh. and get a spare set of keys made and hang them in the basement and maybe get some extra USB cables and stuff to throw down there as well? Kale, because that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a good we're not, that's just we're not your dad talking making sense here in Ohio. <laughs> this 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 is a learning moment. This you get a pad of paper yeah. and write down what flashed through your mind. Yeah. That'd be very useful. Faux time. Uh, that was we're glad oh, that you are all yeah. okay. We're glad that <laughs> everything's you. okay. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So uh wow, that was that was maybe one of the most interesting uh interesting moments we've had in faux time history so as we go into the uh, the second year our 2016 year uh you guys will continue to be a part of the show a very large part and i appreciate your help uh, you guys are indispensable maybe for nothing else but the faux time podcast uh, don't let your wives fool you but um appreciate you guys always coming in and out and back in and uh having you here and I'm excited about what we've got ahead of us. I know that we've talked about a lot of different topics. I know there's a lot more of the topics that we've maybe thought about or didn't remember to you know during this program. But uh, uh, I'm looking forward to a good year and uh, some good changes coming down the road. It should be pretty exciting. I think there there are some neat um, things to do to to reach beyond the podcast in the same vein. So I think there's some pretty exciting things that may be on the horizon. And um, it's also been interesting to see the feedback from the listeners about the program and what they like. Mm -hmm. And that kind of helps steer and guide the content uh, in the way we do it. So that's uh, really helpful. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, folks, just a few days ago, I posted a week or so ago now, uh, how do you describe the show to a new a new ham or someone who's never heard the show? A lot of good responses there, and uh, that that helped dr- uh, tremendously. And uh, so I, I'll have to just say, if if you're on Facebook, uh, we we welcome you to uh, to come hang out with us in the private photime group. It is private because we just don't want a bunch of garbage in there. So uh, that's why it's private. And it looks like we probably need to kind of wrap this one up. I, I know this has been a very uh, un or how about atypical program for photon but really we, we've covered a vast amount of subjects we've we've lived through a tornado warning uh <laughs> this has been a this is has been a separation but I, I like it and i'm glad that we took the time to uh spend time with our listeners here as we walk into 2016 
And I, I want to say, Kale, thank you uh, really for uh, letting us participate. And and you know, you you were really um, so much fun to work with on this. And thank you very much for your friendship and being willing to um, open this up a bit and and let us participate. Well, uh, You're here. Yeah, I, I I appreciate the help, gentlemen. And and I couldn't do it without you. And listeners, same for you. Uh, if you weren't there listening, there'd be no reason for us here talking and running up and down the stairs and, you know. So thank you. Thank you all. And we'll be back next time in the new year. And who knows what we'll be talking about. We don't even know yet. But it's going to be great because it always is great. Appreciate y'all being here. And we'll catch you next time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is K6DGN. KK6YGJ. W1GQ. And you're listening to the Photime. Photime. Photime podcast. Well, there you go. That's our episode number 42 wrapped. Uh, Jeremy did survive, thank goodness. Uh, just just a close call with a warning. Uh, but man, what has happened in Texas over the last few days has been awe-inspiring and heartbreaking at the same time. So we want to remember all of our friends out in the Midwest and the uh, the Deep South even that have suffered through some really traumatic storms uh, that aren't supposed to be happening right now. So make sure you guys have your radios ready to go, your batteries charged, and your stuff. Hey, you know what? It's more important than having your batteries charged is knowing how to use it if you're caught upon in a time of need. So maybe you'll take some time off uh, from work here and whatnot as the new year arrives. And uh, we'll spend some time with your gear. It's what I'm going to be doing, quite honestly. Uh, getting to getting to know my gear better. i got a brand new Kenwood Handy Talkie along with a brand new Bridgecom Handy Talkie to be working with. So I'm excited to get both of those running. And uh, just trying to make sure I know exactly what to do in case I'm called upon uh, by the local community here. Uh, not That's not what everyone wants to do with amateur radio, I understand. But if you do have some stuff, you may be asked to come in and, and help in the time of recovery like we've seen over the last few days down in Texas, the Deep South, and the Midwest. So anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to going into 2016 with you. It's going to be an exciting time. A lot of changes coming to the Photon Podcast and can't wait to share them with you. But until next time, we'll just have to say 73, y'all. God bless. Thanks for listening, downloading, and subscribing to Photon, the other ham radio podcast. Presented by mtcradio.com. To subscribe, comment, share, or review, visit our show site at photimepodcast.com. Till next time, 73, y'all.